Hi, this is Gail with Gail's Creative Design. And this is Real from Railroad Studios. We are going to start today by talking about what, Shrill? Knowing your needle. Okay, and it is good to know your needle. In order to know your needle, that would give you the best stitch there is for whatever project you're working on. Now, before we get to know your needle, we would like to give you a little scenario on what happened to Elle when she was sewing with the wrong needle. Elle, would you like to explain? Yes, um, it's like important to know the sizing before you start sewing because I had an incident where I was using a needle that was meant for wool and lace for something that was like a faux leather couldn't handle it and it just ended up snapping. I wasn't wearing my glasses at the time, so it got in my eye and it's, you never want needle fragments in your eye. But uh, it could have been worse. So that's one of the reasons why you should know your needle because uh, they can break and pop on you. They can fly up. So it's best to know your needles. Oh, and um, before we get into the show, we have one tiny announcement. We went from the Rail and Gale podcast to Pinning Gate Easy because we wanted something more like on the sewing side. Yeah, on the sewing side or if it, even if it's sewing crafts, if it has to deal with any kind of sewing, we wanted to put everything around sewing and being creative and using different things from needles to sewing machines and etc. That was just our one little announcement we so, had. Yeah, so now... We are under Pinning Ain't Easy. So if you're looking for us, please uh, look under Pinning Ain't Easy and you will get all of our um, broadcasts. Yes, we are on everything from Google Play to Spotify. So that's really huge for us. Yes. Okay, so now are we ready to get on to our topic? And we're going to first start off with the anatomy of a needle. Now you do have quite a few needles. They can run from size... 9, 11, 12, 14, 16, 18. With needles, when you're thinking about sewing, the 9 needle point is more of a thicker point because that has to go through something that is really light. Now the 18, which is the highest needle, your point is going to be real narrow so it can penetrate through that fabric. So that's another way when you're choosing your needle and your fabric, you can know that the 18 is like for something that's going to go in something that's really rough and a nine is something that's going to go in something really soft like a chiffon or something like that okay so the lighter the fabric the lower the needle number and that's a good way to put it and then either way i said it too is a good way to put it (laughs) you know whichever one you can relate to okay and let me just give you some breakdown on some of the fabrics. Like I said, chiffon, lace, and tulle, and netting, you can do it for nine. Eleven or eleven roundabout is more of a lightweight. And with that one, you can do like a sheer. You can do satin, which Elle calls it Satan because she had her problems with that fabric. And you can do knits and jerseys and some swim weight. Now when you go to your medium weight needle, which is more of a 14, you are going to deal with mainly like a sweater knits, velour, double knits, kind of like a stretch knit. And you can do some kind of like leather vinyl suede. You can possibly do that. And then you're going to get into your heavier needles, which are you like, you can do like a 16 or 18 depending on 
the fabric, you can do it with leather, suede, canvas, upholstery fabric, heavy coats, uh, and those are kind of mainly your 16 between 18. But with your needles, once you thread them, do a test run and see if your stitch is coming out real smooth and not skipping or anything like that. Just your tension on your sewing machine and everything that you need to make sure your bobbin tension is great in order to get that perfect stitch. So that needle has to have that everything adjusted to get that perfect stitch. Is there anything that you want to add, Elle? So what about if I wanted to sew something like, like a, do a steampunk costume and I wanted to sew on lace onto leather, what do I use then? You have to go with the heavier weight. So you wouldn't want to use like um, 11, which is 11 or 9 or 11 for uh, lace on top of that leather. So you have to go with at least a 18 or a 16 to make sure it'll go through both. But that heavier weight, you have to make sure that needle goes is for that heavier weight material. And also cotton, it can be very light or very heavy. So mm -hmm. um, just don't go by, hey, this is cotton. I can use, you know, a nine for it. It might be heavy cotton. You really want to feel your fabric and see if it's like, judge if it's light or heavy. Yeah, it's a really great way to explain it. Also, when you're dealing with tool, even though I have tool, I use a nine or a 11. What I use is the paper from purses or some even some tissue paper. Any paper that it can tear away, cause sometimes it can go into your machine and get caught in the bobbin and, and it'll catch it and eat it up. So most time I will use just like some tissue paper to put it on top. Now, if you have some sequins like, um, you know, the little sequins that have glue on it, you really want to use some tissue paper and you will have to change your needle because that friction will kind of melt anything you have as far as an applique has um, glue on it. If your applique has a bottom glue, like if it's um, a patch or something like that that has glue on it, you're going to really need to use some paper like tissue paper and you will need to have at least three needles because uh, it can warp that needle after you use it a certain time so just a little a little example of what you can use when you're using like a tool or a chiffon majority of the time I'm gonna put some tissue paper on that and it sews through good and it rips apart really great they do have some expensive stuff that you can buy to do that but for me, I like to just keep it nice and simple and use my tool or paper from when you get a, a new purse, pull out that paper, keep it, and sew over it. And it just rips apart. If you don't buy purses, can you use gift wrapping paper? Yeah, uh -huh, that's gift wrapping paper. But I mean, gift wrapping paper, I really would say gift wrapping paper. It all depends on it because gift wrapping paper does have kind of, it could be that could be difficult on that needle. More, mainly if it's just tissue paper like you get a gift not the wrapping paper but the tissue paper that's in there or even newspaper anything that you can kind of rip apart you can use that just cut a strip sew on it and uh it'll it'll do the job and then just pull it apart and you're good did i really say wrapping yeah you did say wrapping <laughs> not wrapping but uh tissue paper yes that's used to like wrap up gifts when yeah. you have it in a bag yeah that's what i meant yes but, so when should we change our needles 
Well, it depends on what you are sewing. Like if you're, for me, if you're dealing with like leather and your corduroys or jean material, I would take off my needle after I finish that project and you can look at it and make sure it's not bent or anything. Pretty much you can use a needle until you see it has warped. And when it warped, it, it kind of um, bends and then it kind of gives it that chunk, chunk, chunk in your sewing machine like a, like it's going, it's going bad. It's not going to give you a good stitch. So when you don't get a good stitch or you look at your needle and look like it's bent, it's time to change. How would you know if your needle, if it doesn't do that, how would you know if your needle is like... Well, that, that's for me, that's the only way that I know. If it bends and if you don't get a good stitch, and it, it'll, it won't catch good. And you'll, you'll see it on your stitch. The main way you know you'll see that on your stitch, you will not have a good stitch. And you, it's time to change, change the needle. And then if that still continues, that means your tension and you need to adjust your tension and your length and stuff like that in order to get that perfect stitch. But most of the time, if that stitch is off and it looks ugly or as a gathering, it could be a needle. Oh. Now with, oh. mm, go on. Now with like different presser foots, do you change your needle then? It all depends. Mainly you change presser foots if you're doing buttonholes, uh, if you're making... Uh, uh, if you're putting on buttons or creating buttonholes. So it really depends on what you're making. You don't really have to change your presser foot and your needle. Because for me, if I'm making a, sh a shirt and I'm as a cotton shirt, and I know that my 11 is going to work, I can change that presser foot and use that 11 needle steel on putting that button on, uh, button on and then also creating a buttonhole. Oh, well, I do want to say another thing about your needles. Make sure you keep them in like a needle container. I have this needle container which has all the sizes on it. It can get kind of hard to read what that needle size is. And sometimes with me, I know I have to have a magnifying glass to make sure I have the right needle. So if you have a little container, put your needles in, mark them. It makes it so much easy to have your needles marked and know where they're at. And then when you replace them with another needle, put it back into the needle uh, container that you had it in and they won't get rusted or anything happens to them. And where would be a good place to find needles and who has the best needles? When you first get your sewing machine, they have a set of needles. So really, for me, I don't have preference on the brand of needle. For me, it's the price. If the price is right and it's low, I'm going for it. <laughs> so that's the main thing about the needles. I really don't have a, a certain... So what price range should we be looking for? Well, my price range is uh, clearance. <laughs> <laughs> When I go into a fabric store, if whatever I'm looking for, I start in the clearance first. Because sometimes you can find needles that they get in a new brand in or it's outdated or whatever they do with their needles while they lower them so low. But I go to clearance and get needles that are on clearance. Now, if it's a needle that I need and I don't have and they don't have it in clearance, I just go and get another needle. I kind of just kind of look at the price and get my coupons going and taking it from there it's really not a set price i don't like to spend too much for it but i also like to use coupons so when you're going to look for needles like uh, joann's or any fabric store you want to make sure you have coupons what's like the proper way of disposing of a needle Cause i just usually like toss them in a trash can I was probably Ooh, no no because my my fear is if i toss one in there and then i'm grabbing the bag or something or it falls out 
my fear is that needle getting stuck in my foot so what i do i take some tape like that wide tape and i'll put them on there and then i'll fold it over so they won't come out and then i'll throw them away i mean i don't know if there's supposed to be a special way to discard needles but that's what i do to keep them from um you know falling out you know sticking somebody or whatever anything else to add we can kind of close this up with one of my needle uh, horror stories pretty much when you are dealing with needles uh sometimes i get a little lazy i'm pretty sure we all do and i didn't want to change my needle and i was like okay this 14 will take up these pants i want to take up and I, on a um, segment we'll talk about the serger i searched my pants and I was ready to sew and I kept this 14 needle in there and if anyone ever took up pants before or well I say took up blue jeans you will know in the blue jean is this part when you come around that's real thick so I said oh I got this so I zoomed across there and all of a sudden my whole sewing machine just stopped it went like choom. and y'all I am the expert of noise making so you know I, I, I like to make my little noises uh, to describe stuff she is it's adorable yes thank you <laughs> so i mean it just everything just locked up i was so mad at myself i had um i had had to take round about a good 20 minutes to get that needle out of the pants and my sewing machine i had to take pretty much the whole shank loose and the uh, bobbin you know the feeder all that stuff loose in order to get those blue jeans out and i finally got the blue jeans out the needle had broken half. I had to take a little pliers to kind of pull out that needle part. And I had to dispose of that needle. So what I wind up doing was just make a little notch cut out of that thick part of the jeans. And then I used the right needle, which was the 18. And I sewed it and it came out perfect. So I won't be lazy again. <laughs> Speaking of shanks, like when you're changing a needle, how do you know it's properly installed? Oh, wow. Well... With most needles, you have a smooth side and then you have that round part. You have to make sure that you push that needle all the way up. Once it's up and it's that flat side is facing away from you. And push it all the way up and then you have to make sure it's screwed in good. Once after you screwed it in you think it's in good, I would try to move it. If you can't move it, then it's in good. Now, everybody's not perfect and everybody does not get it in there right all the time because I am one and then you can sew and your sewing will be off which will tell you that okay that needle is not in there right so you have to take it loose and do it again and make sure it's in there right oh yeah but make sure it's like a, a swatch or like a little scrap of fabric before you actually sew your actual yes always use yeah some extra piece of material to swatch to sew on before you start on your project. Anything else? Well, no, I think that's it. So is there any way that they can contact us about anything? Yes, we do have um, Instagrams. Mine is Railroad Studios. Mine is Gail's Creative Design. And we both have an email too if you're not on Instagram. Mine is RailroadStudios1 at gmail.com. Creative one at gmail.com and any other announcements also you can just go on our instagram and look at the things we do mines have not been a lot of sewing there's been a lot of crocheting and other stuff but if you have any questions just let us know i just got to get back into 
sewing some things and uh, showing y'all different things on Instagram as far as sewing. So with me and my Instagram, if you like birds and bird art, then mine's is the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we thank y'all in advance for uh, listening to us and hope you enjoy our topic and you can learn from it. So I'm real. And I'm Gail. And we're signing off. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Bye.